Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks Podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to Miller Thomas, multimedia journalist and graphic designer. You can go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic and my graphic design. For today's show in segment number one, I want to talk about Archie Bradley, his impressive start to the season so far in 2020. I've liked what he's shown so far out the bullpen in that closer role, so I want to talk about him a little bit. And then in segment number two today, we're just going to preview today's D-backs versus Astros game, talk about the first game. Madison Bumgarner on the mound, so I'll definitely talk about him a lot and what he has to do tonight. But first, if you're a company interested in men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, I read to the most reasonable around. Email me at lockedondiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now let's jump right into it. And I just want to talk, talk. I just want to talk a little Archie Bradley today and I've been impressed with Archie Bradley to start the season. He came in that first game, and he was a little shaky in that first outing, if you remember, against the the Padres on 26. He came in, he pitched 1.2 innings pitch, so pitched a decent amount, but he did give up one earned run. He had three hits given up, too. So when I saw him in that first, you know, outing, I was a little concerned. I was like, he's already given up an earned run in this first outing he's had. And if you guys know, if you guys have been listening to the pod, I've been a big Kevin DeGinkle guy. I've been saying for a while that I thought he could be the closer of the future, maybe even possibly be the closer in 2020 if Archie Bradley struggles. And after that first game, I was like, you know what? Maybe Ginkle could get a chance. Maybe maybe Ginkle would be that guy that could, you know, finally live up to the billing that I've been talking about, just like a Zach Allen. I think I really wanted to go two for two in that area and just prove to you guys that I actually know what I'm talking about. But so far, Kevin Ginkle has not proven me correct. That first outing uh, that he had on 24th, so he came in even before an Archie Bradley did. He was very porous in that game. He gave up four earned runs in that game, and he just he looked awful against the Padres. And so, and he hasn't really looked no phenomenal so far in the season. He he went back to back outings where he didn't give up an earned run, but in his most previous outing against the Dodgers, he gave up one earned run. But back to Archie Bradley. So far, because of Kevin Ginkle's struggles, it puts it puts gives me even more confidence in Archie Bradley, especially seeing the way he's pitched the last two outings. On the 28th against the Rangers, he went out there just to win one inning, but struck out the side and he picked up the save in the process, I believe. And then in the most recent game on the 31st against the Dodgers, he picked up his second save. And he struck out two. He did walk one, gave up one hit as well, but gave up no earned runs. So in these last two games, Archie Bradley has looked pretty impressive. He's been pretty great with the strikeouts. So far, he has a good amount, seven strikeouts and 3.2 innings pitch. That means right now his strikeout per nine is about 17, which is pretty insane when you think about that. So Archie Bradley has come into 2020, and he's done exactly what we've needed him to do. He shut the door in close situations, and that's what I was most scared of. I didn't think the D-backs had the guy I could shut the door. I didn't know if Archie Bradley was that guy. We saw him struggle at runners in scoring position last year. 
uh, in the first half of the season. Zero has been the mid-threes the last couple of years. I didn't think he could get back to that 2017 form, but so far through three outing, Archie Bradley has looked pretty good. 65% of his pitches have gone for strikes, and he's been he's been dominant so far on out there on the mound. And I've, I've been super confident. I just love the way Archie Bradley's looked. We're back to fear the beard, and the fans actually feel like they can say that with utmost confidence again. Before, you know, last year... Fans are actually clamoring maybe it's time for the Archie Bradley experiment to be over. Maybe it's time to trade Archie Bradley. But the way he's looked so far in 2020, he's been right back to that guy that, you know, maybe maybe that 2017 Archie Bradley. And that's what the D-backs are going to need. Of course, he hasn't been in too many situations right now where he's been in those save situations. He has had a ton of them. Uh, just because the D-backs offense has been porous. I mean, if you've watched the game so far, the D-backs are 3-7, and seven, so they really need to start picking up wins. So Archie Bradley hasn't had a ton of opportunities to be in safe situations, but in the safe situations he has pitched in, he's been he's been great so far. His batting average against has been 267. The OVP is only 313. He's got the seven strikeouts, as I mentioned. So he's been great. He's been doing exactly what we've needed him to do and right now the rest of the bullpen isn't giving you a lot of confidence and you I mentioned the Kevin Ginkle Andrew Shafin's been a struggle even a Hector Rondona Yoan Lopez has struggled a little bit so Archie Bradley coming out and just being you know what being what a closer should be he's been safe he's been reliable and he's been able to shut the door in these games and that's what you need from your closer you don't want your closer to be the liability in the bullpen. Your closer is supposed to be the most trustworthy guy you have in your bullpen that's not a starter. He's supposed to be the guy that you could put the ball in his hands and you expect him to get you out of any jam you're in. Your bullpen's supposed to be your most reliable arm in the bullpen. And right now, I think I could say Archie Bradley is that guy. There's not many guys in this D-backs bullpen or even on this D-backs team that I have a, a lot of confidence in right now. Archie Bradley is that guy, maybe a Stefan Crichton, uh, I believe in, but Archie Bradley has been able to step it up, and right now I think he's going to have a, a pretty stronghold on this closer role on this closer role for a while. Of course, if he starts to falter, that could change things, but it's going to be a short season. It's only 60 games. We're already a sixth of the way through the season. We've already played 10 games, and so right now I don't have any belief that Things are going to change in that Archie Bradley is not going to be the closer. You haven't seen anything from Kevin Ginkle. Maybe if Archie Bradley gets hurt, I can see a Stefan Crichton, you know, step up into that role. But right now, it's all Archie Bradley. Maybe a junior Guerrero could come in and, and finish a game because he's finished a couple games already so far this year. But that's because he does have closer experience as well. He knows what he, he knows what it feels like to finish a game. He's done that in the past. But Archie Bradley has the live arm. It's been showcased so far through the, the, the first 10 games of the season. His arm has been live. The fastball has been there. He's been throwing the heat, and he's been getting guys out. The walks are still at 2.5, which could be a little high for a closer, but that 7.2 strikeout per nine is just phenomenal, and you're not going to do much better than that. The ERA is 2.45 right now, so I'm not going to look too heavily into the ERA with only 3.2 innings pitch, but only one earned run on the season is what I like to see. He needs to keep up. Uh, and because, you know, we don't know how many situations he's going to have that are going to be considered safe situation the way the D-backs are playing right now. So 
when he is in those safe situations, we're going to need him to keep continuing to close that door if the D-backs are going to climb back into this race. And who knows? Maybe they're expanding. They'll expand Archie Bradley, make him pitch, you know, one and a half innings, you know, maybe two innings like he's already done where he went one and two-thirds innings in that first game because the bullpen has been, you know, lackluster to say the to say the least. You know, there hasn't been a ton of confidence in them so far. So maybe they put a little bit more work on Archie Bradley's shoulders. But right now, I love what Archie Bradley is doing, and he needs to keep it up for the rest of 2020. Now I'll get into uh, the D-backs versus Astros matchup tonight. I'll talk all about Madison Bumgarner and what he needs to showcase tonight. But let me tell you this. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food. That's why I love using Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without even leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they created non-contact deliveries. So now when I order from local restaurants, everything just gets left right outside more, right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I've been using to order from takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Listen up. You guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. I've only been ordering local because it's a great way for me to support my community. And Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it off outside my door. Just download the Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmates it. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into it and let's talk about that D Burks for D backs. I said uh, what? D Burks? D backs versus Astros game tonight. And Astros only five and four on the season, but we know what kind of offensive firepower they have. They still got a stack lineup from a George Springer, Brantley, Bregman, Altuve. The list goes on and on. So the D backs pitching is going to need to step up and. You know who we have on the mound tonight? We got the guy that is supposed to be the ace of the staff, the guy that we poached away from the San Francisco Giants. Five years, $85 million. We've heard, you know, the quotes, you know, guys in this rotation, on this pitching staff, talk about how Madison Bumgarner is the tone setter for this D-backs rotation. And so far for the D-backs, Madison Bumgarner hasn't been bad. If you look at his first two outings, he hasn't been bad at all. In the first game, he went five and two-thirds innings. He gave up three earned runs. He had four strikeouts, three walks, so it wasn't a bad game. His second outing, he went five and a third inning, two earned runs, five strikeouts, one walk. So he's been solid in both of them. But he hasn't been dominant. There hasn't been a point. He, he cruises through the first couple innings, but when he gets to those middle innings, he starts to falter a little bit, and he looks a little shaky once he starts walking a guy here, gives up a guy there. You can see his confidence start to wane. Madison Bumgarner is a guy who has the utmost confidence of most uh, of a lot of pitchers I see. 
And that may sound, you know, cliche. You say, you know, all of these guys are confident in themselves, but you can see it. There's guys who wilter in the big moments, and there's guys who step up when the pressure is mounting. And Madison Bumgarner has been that guy in the playoffs, but we see him right now and during after, you know, this long hiatus. And sometimes I see a little deer in the headlights look with Bumgarner. When we got into the when we get into those fourth and fifth innings, he's looking like he gets a little rattled sometimes. He looks a little shaky, and that's been a little bit of a concern. He usually he usually looks pretty good through the first three innings. I have a lot of confidence in him. Usually when he's starting the game, but once we start to get closer to that fourth, that fifth, that sixth inning. It just seemed like Madison Bumgarner really starts to wane a little bit, and it even shows up in his numbers. If you actually take a look at it, in the fourth inning, his opponent batting average starts at 250, OBP goes to 250, and then fifth inning, the batting average against jumps to 375, OBP 444. If you look at the sixth inning, the opponent's batting average jumps to 400, OBP 571, slugging 800, so... As we get to that fourth, fifth, and sixth inning, he just starts to wane just a little bit. He gets a little bit worse and worse. And you could just see it. Innings one through three, batter, batters are hitting 053. They're literally hitting less than 100%. But in the innings four through six, they're batting 333. They're getting on base 143 compared to 417. So he's getting worse in those four through six innings. And that's where we really need him to step up because he hasn't been able to go too deep into ball games. Both games he got into the sixth inning, but not through the sixth inning. We want to see Madison Bumgarner go at least six. We want to see him go seven, eight innings. He's a workhorse. He's a guy who's still only 30, 31 years old. So he's still young. He's still got a pretty lively arm, especially with his time off. It's going to be a short season. So he should be able, be able to go out there and still strike out, guys, still be able to put decent amount of load, uh, have a decent workload still. But we've seen him just, you know, wane a little bit. And that could be because, that, you know, I'm saying he, his arm should be fresh because of this time off. But it could not be ready because of this time off as well. It depends how you look at it. You know, we've seen a lot of guys. You know, there's been the Shane Bieber's of the world, you know, who are popping off right now. But we've seen a good amount of pitcher injuries. We saw Mike Soraka, you know, just yesterday, Terry's Achilles. We've seen some other guys, Clayton Kershaw, some other guys get, you know, hurt, some soft tissue injuries. And then, you know, the guys who aren't hurt, who are actually playing healthy, who are like a bum garner, Robbie Ray, have been getting shelled, you know, have been having command issues. There haven't been too many dominant pitchers right now in baseball. You've seen a Shane Bieber, like I mentioned. A couple other uh, a couple other guys who you expect. You know, Garrett Cole has been pretty good. DeGrom, you know, has been lights out. So, you know, the elite of the elite have been pretty much still the same, but those middle tier, those second, you know, those number two starters, those number three starters who have been healthy, those guys have struggled with command and have been getting hit a decent amount. And so I wonder if Bumgarner, you know, I do think he's a guy who's, coming down the hill, who's coming down from the mountaintop. If you just look at his 2019 season, it was arguably the worst season of his career. He had a career-worst ERA. It was almost in the fours. It was a 3-9. So maybe just coming down again. Maybe he is closer to a number two starter than a number one starter. But this D-backs team is still going to go as far as Bumgarner can take them as that number one ace because 
Robbie Ray has been a struggle. I love Zach Allen. I love what he's done. Merrill Kelly has been a, a surprise, to say the least. Luke Weaver has been getting crushed. So, Madison Bumgarner needs to be that tone setter. And with the D-backs 3-7, with them going against, you know, a team in the Astros who people hate, who people would love to see lose, especially to a team who's struggling right now like the D-backs, this could be a great time to get some momentum behind you, get the fans behind you, even get baseball behind you. If the D-backs can go out there and just start smacking around the Astros, and they could say, hey, we were a team that sucked through these first 10 games. The first six of the season looks like we weren't going to make the playoffs. Now we're out here just smacking around the Astros. These, you know, friggin' cheaters out here, you know, these guys, they can't beat the D-backs because they're not cheating anymore. They're not stealing signs. And so I think it could be a great morale boost for the D-backs. I think it could be great for Arizona, for the fans, for the city, and – you know, we just want to see the D-backs compete. Right now, the Suns are in the bubble. They're playing phenomenally. If I check the score, they're actually playing right now. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm recording this podcast at 3.15 p.m. on a Tuesday. And the Suns are actually playing right now. And surprisingly, they're up 109-105 with 340 left. And they're right now undefeated so far in the bubble. So the Suns are giving false hope right now to a lot of Arizona fans. And the D-backs are just doing the opposite. They're 3-7. and seven. They're making D, uh, you know, D-backs fans feel like there's no chance for the playoffs. You just need to finish second place in the division. And you're guaranteed a, a spot in the playoffs. And so... The D-backs still can make it out of this. They still have a lot of time, but it's all going to start with Madison Bumgarner tonight. We're entering this second part of the season. We're entering the next 10 games, and as easily as you can go 3-7 and seven like the D-backs just did, you can also go 8-2 and two and get right back in it. Yes, the D-backs are four and a half games back, but they're playing the Astros tonight, which won't have a lot of too many implications on the division, but then they're playing the Padres and the Rockies right after that, and they're both at the top of the division right now, so they can easily get right back into it. Remember, you're playing pretty much guys in your division for these 60 games, playing a little bit in the AL West as well. So we'll see those guys. But we're going to be playing a lot of guys, uh, a lot of teams in the division. So you're going to have a lot of chances to get back into it. So even though the D-backs have a porous record right now, they've looked awful. Offense has been awful. Most of the, you know, three-fifths of this rotation has struggled with command and walking guys, especially Robbie Ray and Luke Weaver. A few of these bullpen guys have really struggled, coming and giving up uh, earned runs quickly, giving up hits early, taking damage early. So a huge morale boost can happen tonight. If we see, you know, that playoff bum garner come out there tonight, come with that ferocity, you know, we let's see that Mason Saunders. You know, you got to have an attitude if you're out there doing rodeos, wrestling bulls. So that's what we need from Mason Saunders, a.k.a. Madison Bumgarner tonight, because if we don't get it tonight, then this season can quickly start to fall out of place for the D-backs. They can quickly, quickly become a lost season for this team. That's it for this Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to this edition of the podcast. Hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy, and let's see the D-backs win tonight. Peace!